Elon Musk used to be one of the most looked up to people in the whole United States. But as of recently, everything changed. Why? Let's find out. Facts over facts over tracks is a mess, spitting slow, spitting fast. I could roast, I could gas, think I'm okay at last, but I don't know if that can erase all the past. For the left, you are only useful to them if you repeat the same talking points. As soon as you get off track, they run you over and then back up the car and then do it again. For the left, you are no longer needed and can be released at any given time. Take for instance, Dylan Mulvaney. He is at the forefront of everything the left stands for. So he is loved, adored, and showered with opportunities. Don't get comfortable. The second he steps out of line and God forbid regrets what he is doing to himself just later in life, he will be disregarded and forgotten about. This very thing happened to a person that the left used to look up to, and that is Elon Musk. He is the creator of Tesla, a company that the left loves from the bottom of their heart because it allows them to use their car without hurting mommy nature and mother nature. Little do they know, electricity is made from coal power plants. But who's going to tell them? Not me. Even though the left doesn't like rich people, these said rich people are the ones pushing their very ideologies. People like Warren Buffett, George Soros, Jeff Bezos, and Tim Cook are all reading every single little comment to make sure that they don't offend anyone. This also can be said to a certain aspect about Elon Musk. He was idolized by the left until he decided to open his eyes and say what was in front of his face. He must have forgotten that that's illegal now. He went from the world's richest guy and the most liked guy in the United States to being at the forefront of every attack they can make up against him. This is what happened a few weeks ago when Elon Musk started defending Israel, something that the left looks at as evil. He also changed the suspension rules on X. So if you say any slogan that refers to the genocide of anyone, then you will be suspended. Of course, the left did not like this because it does not agree with them. If you have any different ideas other than theirs, they will start planning how to make up a conspiracy and a controversy to cancel you from public life, which is what Elon Musk went through. This was when major corporations stopped advertising on his platforms. These corporations and companies are as follows. Walt Disney, Warner Brothers, Discovery, IBM, Apple, Airbnb, Amazon, Coca-Cola, and Microsoft. They all suspended or are considering pausing advertising on the platform. This is in an attempt to get what the left wants. All of these companies are all arms for the left and get what they want, which has in turn made Elon Musk mad as hell. What anyone would be, but that sets him apart because he didn't decide to just sit in the room and do nothing. He decided to do something about it. So he went on an interview and he said what he felt about the situation. This is what he said. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go f yourself. But go f yourself. Is that clear? I hope it is. Hey, Bob. This is easily the best response you can give to somebody. And by the way, Bob Iger was sitting in the crowd. Don't give these people an ounce of your time because the left wants to put you in a corner and tell X what to do. But under Musk, that does not fly. With that being said, let's dig into the headlines of the week.
Before we get into the headlines of the week, I actually have a big announcement. Here's the video. The president of the United States, Joe Biden, is the oldest president in history. Come on, man. How many push-ups you want to do here? A couple of weeks ago, he celebrated his birthday and he put 106 candles on the cake to signify how old he really is. Doing this, they thought, would be a funny little skit, but it actually tells a story about how our political system is really wrong and it failed us, the American people. Doing this, they lit the whole entire White House on fire, which coincidentally was the only place in the United States that wasn't on fire. The economy, the world, and everything in between, like I have been talking about, is on fire. That's why I took this picture of the White House and I put it on a shirt. When you buy this shirt, it's not just buying a shirt. It's supporting a company that supports your values and will not cave to any of the woke nonsense. Arujo Studios will not comply with left-leaning ideology no matter how bad it quote-unquote looks to stand up for the truth the God-given truth. This is not the only sweater that we have. We have other designs, like this hat or this shirt. All of the things the left hates the most, which is truth, will be available at shop.arujo studios at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. See you there. Yes, you heard that right. We now have some goodies for you guys to buy over at shop.arujostudios.com. Now, I actually know that you guys will get a lot of compliments with the stuff because i went to florida over the summer and i was at the beach i wore my let's go brandon shirt and i got about 10 compliments so never mind when you wear something like this and it says this is fine the whole entire white house is on fire like i said in the video the whole entire world is on fire because of the failure that joe biden in the administration that he is surrounded with does for us. So this just proves that you are on the right side of history. This just proves that you know what you are talking about. This proves that you know the truth about what's going on in the United States and what they are saying at the White House with Jen Sucky Sucky and now Karen Jean Pears lying about things every single day. You guys know the truth. You guys know that the mainstream media lies. You guys know that the mainstream media cannot be trusted. And you guys know that Dr. Fauci can never be trusted again. All of the people that they tell you that are saviors, that are mortars, and that are people that we should be trusting are the complete opposite. They are exact people that we should not be trusting and that we should be making fun of because comedy is the best form of defense against these people that have no grounding in reality. This is exactly what we should do to people like Joe Biden that have been here since the 1900s and has never left the government. The whole White House is on fire, the world is falling apart, and the Joe Biden administration has failed us once again. 2024 is looking real hot just like the White House on Joe Biden's birthday with 200 candles on it because we have the oldest president in the whole entire world in the White House right now. That's who has our country in the palm of their hands. A 100-year-old that has lit the White House on fire. Failure. With that being said, we're going to be digging into the headlines of the week. So with that being said, we do have a couple of articles that we're going to look right into. So the first article we have is actually from the Daily Wire. So we do have the debate between Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom that was heating up today. Now, I did not watch the whole entire thing. I saw some clips of it going around online, and I also saw it live at the gym. I just saw a couple of clips, though. I could not watch the whole entire thing, and I do want to react to the whole entire thing, but there is a lot of things going on. So I will be posting that ASAP as soon as I possibly can. So 
that's not what ASAP means, but that's fine. Okay, as soon as I possibly can, I will be posting that reaction video, just like how I'm going to be reacting to Candace Owens and Tucker Carlson. That's still coming. I did not forget about it. That's coming soon. So first things first, though. DeSantis, and this is an article from the Daily Wire, DeSantis shows smut featured in woke children's books in schools. Now, we have said this since the beginning that children's books are not children's books anymore, but instead they are used to push propaganda on our children without us knowing. These schools want us to just play a blind eye and just pretend as if everybody has the same exact knowledge on this topic. They want us to pretend as though they have our children's interest or our children's um, future at their best interest. They don't have our children at their best interest. What they do have is the money that the that the upper management of the schools actually told them to do. And that's how they get paid. So if the teachers do not do what the upper management of schools, like the principal, the superintendent in the, in the school committee tells them to do and tells them to teach their kids, then they get fired. So the teachers have no idea what's actually happening in some schools. Some, sc some teachers are just so kind-hearted, and this is obviously does not go to all teachers. This story and the, and the teachers that are actually pushing this ideology, it's not all teachers. And I can promise you that because I had a lot of great teachers when I was in high school. I met some of the best people that you could ever think of, and they were my teachers. They were actual role models that people should be looking up to. Those were my teachers when I had in high school. And yes, some of them were not that good and they pushed a certain agenda. And some of them were the best possible people that I've ever met in my life. So obviously there's exceptions to the rules and rules and exceptions do not um, account for the rule. And obviously, okay, this is all obvious. If there's an exception to the rule, it does not break the rule. It, the rule still applies to just as exceptions to the rule, which makes the rule even more true if there's exceptions to the rule, because that's not the case for all teachers. Now, with that being said, getting right back to this, Governor Ron DeSantis is actually doing really good in Florida, really, really good with the gas prices, because even when we went down to Florida over the summer, we saw the gas prices were actually lower than they are in Massachusetts. Massachusetts has one of the highest gas taxes because of the fact that gas prices are always high. And not only that, but also we have the big cities like Boston. We have a couple of other events going on here all the time. So gas prices are always sky high. If you go over to other states that are next to us, like Rhode Island, or if you go to other states that are surrounding us, Connecticut, maybe these prices of gas are going to be cheaper. And they always are. If I am going to be in the area of a, of a nearby state, I would rather get gas outside of Massachusetts because it's always cheaper. I don't know why. That probably is the reason because of gas tax, but that might not be the only reason. There's other reasons to be said about that. But like I said, Massachusetts sucks. Florida is way better. You know why? Because Florida is a red state. Massachusetts has been a blue state since the beginning of time. So Florida Governor Ron DeSantis showed graphic images from woke children's books during his debate on Thursday night with California Governor Gavin Newsom. The moment came after Newsom was trying to defend his record on parental rights during the Fox News debate in Georgia. DeSantis said that the materials that children are shown in schools needed to be age appropriate. Quote, the role of the school is to educate kids and not to indoctrinate kids, DeSantis said. Quote, it's not the impose agenda. It's not to impose an agenda. It's to do the basics. And that's what we said in Florida. And it is that it's a, a poor, oh my God, I can't talk today. And 
it is inappropriate to tell a second grader that they may have been born in the wrong body. Now, California has that. They want to have that injected into the elementary school. My wife and I have seen a seven, five, and three-year-old, but we don't think that that's appropriate. I know most parents do not think it's appropriate. It's also important to respect parental rights, to know what curriculum is being used in the classroom, and everyone should be age and everything should be age appropriate. Quote. So this is the book in some of the schools in California. DeSantis added. Quote. In Florida, this is not consent consent with our standards called gender queer. It's some of it's some of it's blacked out and would you would not probably be able to put this on air. This is pornography. It's cartoons. It's aimed at children and it's wrong. So this should not be in schools when people like on the left say that it is not age appropriate. So, yeah, I mean, I can kind of see what he's saying here. He's saying, listen, these books that you that your children are seeing are not age appropriate in California. But if you go to Florida they are not age appropriate and thus we do not allow it in our school system that's exactly how it should be done if it's not age appropriate if it's not school appropriate then you number one need to have a letter from the parents and that's exactly what happened when we wanted to watch a pg-13 movie when i was littler more little or in elementary school we needed to watch a pg-13 movie only after we went home to our parents and had something signed by our parents consenting that we saw it because we we're all under the age of 13. now people are seeing rated r movies in school without any parent con consent we're watching we're reading things like genderqueer which actually has gay sex in it where have we have access to um books in our libraries that have gay relationships in relationships in general that have sexual intercourse in them that should not be in any of the schools any schools should be carrying educational purely purely educational books that's what they should be carrying so we do have another article and this is a different moment in the debate itself so this article actually says DeSantis rips Newsom over California exodus. Newsom refuses to address. Now, of course, Governor Newsom actually has no incentive in the world to actually, um, you know, actually think about this logically and say, why are people actually moving out of my state? Because he does not want to actually accept the full, the, the full reality of the fact that people do not like what he's pushing down their throats. People do not like the ideology. People do not like the high prices that they're paying. People do not like the high mortgage rates. They do not have enough money in the bank account to be supporting any of this. And on top of that, they don't even get anything included. What they do get is a bunch of homeless people on the streets unless Xi Jinping comes by again. They have homeless people on the middle of the streets and they could be attacked at any moment. Why would they pay more money for that instead of just moving to Florida, Texas, or any other red state like Nashville that actually cares about its people? <sighs> Damn. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, this is starting with the article, ripped Governor, a California Governor Gavin Newsom for his policies that have led to a mass exodus in his state during a debate between the two on Thursday night. Newsom, when pressed by Fox News host Sean Hannity, could not explain the reason why so many people were leaving his state and instead chose to attack DeSantis. Quote, California has more natural advantages to than any other, uh, any other country. DeSantis said, quote, you almost have to try to mess up California. And yet, that's what Gavin Newsom has done since he's been governor. He's the first governor to ever lose population. They actually at one point ran out of U-Hauls in the state of California because so many people were leaving. 
DeSantis noted that Newsom's draconian COVID-19 measures, including keeping kids out of schools while his kids went to a private school, has had played a role in inspiring children to flee the state. Quote, he's very good at spinning these tales, DeSantis continued. He's good at being slick in slippery hills. He's telled, he'll tell a blizzard of lies to be able to try to mask the failures. But the reality is that they have failed because of his leftist ideology. And the choice for America is what Biden and Harris and Newsom want to do is to take California's model and do that nationally. In Florida, we showed that conservative principles work. This country must choose freedom over failure. Newsom said that he was at the debate to defend President Joe Biden, which was not the original reason given for the debate being held. Newsom repeatedly avoided answering the question, which DeSantis and Hannity both pointed out. Newsom attacked DeSantis' Republican presidential campaign, saying that he won't be the Republican Party nominee. The California governor repeatedly tried to talk over DeSantis, including when DeSantis noted that members of Newsom's own family have left California to move out to Florida. And that's just crazy right there. And of course, Gavin Newsom is not going to acknowledge this whatsoever because of the fact that he does not have any incentive to do so. So we just won't acknowledge it. So that's a little annoying in the middle of the debate. But, you know, that's politics right there. These two people have really thick skin. Gavin Newsom is quick on his toes and is very alert. He knows what he's doing and he's playing dirty. He's playing dirty. Even since the beginning, he said, oh, I challenge you to a debate, Gavin, uh, uh, Governor DeSantis. And if you don't take this, then you're, you're scared. And then he takes the debate and says, we're going to debate. Pick a time, pick a place. I'm going to be there. November 30th, let's do this thing. And then Gavin Newsom turns around and says, oh, well, you're distracted. You're a presidential candidate. Why are you debating me? I'm not even running for president. Like, how are you going to sit here on your upper high horse and say, why would you even accept my debate? Because people want to debate their ideas. It's the idea of you. That's the idea. That's the debate that they're having against Gavin Newsom's uh, leftist ideologies versus the right wing conservative ideologies that are taking the stronghold of America, hopefully in 2024. So with that being said, I did not see the debate, so I cannot say who actually won the debate. I'm hoping Governor DeSantis actually won the debate, obviously, but I don't even know. So we won't know until I react to it. So that's probably going to come on Sunday because I do want to see this ASAP. But we do have another article until then. We do have Tennessee governor unveils bold new school choice incentive. So Tennessee unveiled a board a brand new school choice incentive this week. Governor Bill Lee, Republican from Nashville, announced that the Education Freedom Sponsorship Act on Tuesday at the Tennessee State Museum alongside Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Republican from Arkansas. She adapted a universal school choice policy earlier this year. Lee's proposal would establish universal school choice for every public school student across the state. Next school year, 20,000 scholarships would be available. Half of those would go to Tennessee students at or below 300% of the federal poverty line who have a disability or are eligible for existing educational savings accounts pilot program. By the school year that starts in 2025, all public school students would be eligible for a scholarship. 
No bill has been formally filed in the legislature yet, but Lee said that his office would work with the legislature on the final details when the General Assembly reconvines in January. Families could spend their childhood sponsorship money on a tuition to a private or religious schools, uniforms, technology, transportation, or homeschool expenditures. Families can also spend the money on tutoring, after-school programs, and SAT and ACT exam fees which is actually really, really smart, by the way. Lee also said that the school scholarship program would be funded separately from the Tennessee's Investment in Schools Achievement Funding Structure for K-12 education. Lee said that Tennessee should do two things at once, strive to have a, the best public school system in the country and to provide families with school choice. These two ideas are not in conflict. In conservative states across the country are proof, Lee said in a statement provided to the Daily Wire. Lee added that, the f that he has first-hand knowledge of the benefits of school choice, since his children have been in public school and private school and have been homeschooled, and his wife is a teacher. Quote, we can all agree that every Tennessee child deserves a shot at success. Every student has unique needs, and every classroom, classroom offers unique value, Lee said. Parents know best, and they should have freedom to choose the right education for their child, regardless of the income or zip code. Sanders praised Tennessee's school choice plan, calling it part of a, quote, absolute conservative education revolution in our country. A wave of school choice bills have worked their way through state legislators in recent years. Arizona, Utah, Arkansas, Florida, Oklahoma, Ohio, Indiana, Iowa, South Carolina, and New Hampshire were all successful in creating or expanding school choice programs. During the pandemic, parents across the country became frustrated school with school COVID restrictions and controversial curriculum content, leading many families to pull out their children from public schools permanently. And I don't blame them. Public schools is definitely not the place to be to get a proper and good and liberal in the original sense education. Because for me, when I went through public schools, nobody cared. All of the students would sit in the in the classroom and not even care. They would talk over this, the teacher. They would sit there and throw chairs at the teacher. They would not care about the teacher whatsoever. And they would not let anybody else learn in that classroom because of the fact that they did not want to learn. They would sit there on their phone. They would not participate when we had to have a partner. They would just let you or I do all of the work because they did not care about their education whatsoever. We have people that are graduating this year that, did, that do not even know how to spell. They don't know how to spell. They don't know how to do basic math. This public school system that we have is failing us. And it's not just more money. We can't just throw more money at the problem. The problem is these phones. The phones that people have in their pockets distract them every single day from actually achieving their goals at life. These phones right here have TikTok enabled and that are devices to actually gather your attention instead of paying attention to the lesson that the teacher is actually teaching. Instead of actually learning the lesson that the teacher has planned for you, instead they're scrolling on TikTok just watching the next Dylan Mulvaney video where he's acting like a woman. So instead of that, instead of actually wasting their life wasting people's life away on social media which teaches you absolutely nothing tiktok is fabricated lies that constantly ban any opposition to what they have going for them any opposition to their narrative tiktok sits there and bans i have had five videos banned and i only have 20 videos posted on tiktok so whatever you say on tiktok they do not want it if you go against the grain if you have your own opinion tiktok bans you 
so they only have uh, fam familiar, friendly content on there to liberals. That's what TikTok is. So if the left-leaning people are complaining that Elon Musk took over X because it's going to be a right-wing hellscape, then what is TikTok then? TikTok is the left-leaning version of, a, of the awesomeness that Elon Musk created with Twitter or X, now known as X. So what can we take away from this? We can take away that the education system needs a huge revamp. We can't just throw money at the problem. It's much deeper than that. With that being said, we do have one final article. So this article is from The Federalist. Exclusive. Texas AG Ken Paxson sues Pfizer for, quote, false deceptive COVID jab con. So Texas Attorney General Ken Paxson sued pharmaceutical giant Pfizer on Thursday for using highly misleading rhetoric to con Americans into getting the company's COVID-19 shot despite its failure to prevent infection or transmission. This is actually according to them. I'm not saying this, YouTube. I, this is according to Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton. Okay, don't ban this video. Pfizer debuted the jab in late 2020 with the promise that it was 95% effective against the virus that came out in 19, 2019. Okay, I'm not going to say it, YouTube. The company used this statistic based on final efficiency analytics to bully Americans into getting the shots in the name of protecting their family and friends from the virus. The lawsuit out of Texas, however, alleges that the company engaged in, quote, false, deceptive, and misleading acts and practices by making unsupported claims about its jab that violated the Texas Deceptive Trade Practices Act. Quote, Pfizer created the false impression. This is a quote from them, not me, YouTube. This is a quote from them. Pfizer created the false impression that its vaccine provided a substantially greater amount of protection against COVID-19 infection than it was afforded in reality. Pfizer undertook a continuous and widespread campaign, compromise of deceptive considering sick alleged above for the purpose of misleading the public about the efficiency of its vaccine, the lawsuit states. This course, deceptive conduct, was reinforced and executed, um, extended by Pfizer's records to censor persons who sought to dismantle truthful disinformation or truthful information that would undermine its ongoing deception. Paxson specifically found that the data Pfizer used to conclude the shot was nearly 100% effective, relied on relative risk reduction assessment, a measurement that the Food and Drug Administration warns leaves patients unduly influenced and vulnerable to sub subliminal decisions. Despite early concerns about the Pfizer jab's ability to shield someone from contracting or passing along the virus, the pharmaceutical company continued marketing the shots to Americans and the federal government as an effective way to stop the spread. That advertising paired with the pandemic porn plaguing politics in corporate media earned Pfizer record-breaking revenue. Even Pfizer sold and distributed millions of its so-called miracle shots across the nation. However, the virus that came out in 2019, cases increased. Paxton also noted that certain parts of the United States recorded more COVID-linked deaths among people who received the jab. This is according to them, not me. Then, among those who refused to get it, when Americans called these statistics into question, Paxton said Pfizer responded by um, doubling them, dubbing them, quote, criminals, and joining the White House and demanding that big tech companies censor anyone who... They dabbled in what they deemed as vaccine, quote, misinformation, quote, 
We are pursuing justice for the people of Texas, many of whom were coerced into um, by tyrannical vaccine mandates to take a defective product sold by lies. Paxson said in a statement on Thursday, the facts are clear. Pfizer did not want to sell the truth about their 19 vaccines. Whereas the Biden administration weaponized the pandemic to force Israel, I mean, God, to force illegal public health decrees to public and enrich pharmaceutical companies. I will use every tool I have to protect our citizens who were misled and harmed by Pfizer actions. Paxson filed the law landmark lawsuit nearly eight months after he announced an investigation into Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson for potentially lying to the public about the success of their respective COVID shots and whether or not they, quote, engaged and gained in gave a gain-of-function research. Pfizer has so far escaped accountability about the potential health problems like myocarditis. Its shots may have caused thanks to sweeping liability protections granted to the pharmaceutical companies. Paxson, however, warned at the onset of the investigation in May that the potential fraudulent activity of vaccine manufacturers like Pfizer, Pfizer is fair game for a lawsuit because it, quote, falls outside of the scope of legal immunity. So yeah, this is just an interesting piece right here. And obviously, I can't really go in depth about it, in depth about it because of the fact that YouTube will ban me. They already gave me a warning. YouTube will ban me if we go any farther with that because I did talk about um, other stuff, but YouTube did not like that. So instead of just fighting with them, I'm just going to say, you know what? I'm going to just float along the clouds right here. I completely agree with this article. So with that being said, that's going to do it for this episode. Now, don't forget to check out shop.originalstudios.com if you do want to support this channel and furthering the content that we make here. I'm not going to just sit here and sit in front of this computer and that's it. No, we're going to continue this media company. We're going to build it from the ground up and we're actually going to get things done. Unlike most people that just sit here and talk into a microphone, talk into a camera and pretend as if they're doing something for the country. That's not how you get things done. You need to go out. You need to get the vote out. You need to run ads against your opponents and you need to put in the face of the young people that are actually going to be voting in this country this this coming election in November. The facts about this scenario, the facts about situations that they may not know otherwise. That's exactly why we're going to be running ads against candidates that are running in this state that I'm in and other states across the country that is needed to take control of the Senate and, the, and Congress again. We need to be in full control and we need to make America great again. We need to make America great again, guys. That's Trump, Trump, Trump. Yes. So with that being said, like... With that being said, there's a lot of things going on about the two candidates, the two front runners, Trump and DeSantis. I'm not going to make my decision about one of them. I know I made my decision unofficially. I said a few um, months ago, I said, you know what, I would really enjoy DeSantis as my president. But, you know, either one of the candidates, DeSantis or Trump, I would enjoy. Even Nikki Haley, even though Nikki Haley gets some stuff wrong. But I would enjoy Nikki Haley as well. But with that being said, the three front runners in the Republican Party I do support. So with that being said, thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. And I hope that you have a great weekend. But I will see you guys on Sunday because I'm going to be reacting to the Tucker Carlson. I mean, not the Tucker Carlson. I'm just blurting out names here. The Governor Gavin Newsom versus DeSantis debate. So with that being said, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the rest of your day. And I hope that you have a great rest of your day.